630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Uh, because we work so early in the morning, a lot of our discussions uh, revolve around sleep. And I don't think we're alone, just because my alarm goes off in the threes at the 3 a.m. Uh, mark, just about four o'clock. Um, I don't think I'm alone in terms of talking about sleep, especially women my age. Oh, because of a certain thing that's going on? It's called perimenopause. Oh, okay. Yes. Or then full-on menopause. I, I loved how we, I had this really great big girls weekend in uh, Victoria, and all of us were in bed by 11 o'clock. Every single night we were there, and some of us up at like 5 o'clock, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. staying just, up late. <laughs> <laughs> and sleeping when we can at this point. It's it's difficult, especially with those hormonal changes. Yeah, uh, I do find that you'd hear a lot of people talk about sleep. How much sleep did you get? And the impact that it has on your life if you don't get either enough mm-hmm. or a good sleep. Because I think it's really important not just to have be in bed for X number, but to actually get a good solid sleep. We're gonna get a little help this morning to to try and try and. Get us through uh, a good night sleep. Talia Shapiro is a certified adult sleep coach uh, from Inkblot Therapy, joining us this morning to help uh, wander through this sometimes rocky road. Talia, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? I'm great, thanks. That's good. How'd you sleep? You know what? I slept all right, but um, not. I, I want to dispel a myth that a good sleeper just sleeps well every single night that's not true our sleep is not static so we can have some good days and bad days um and you really want to look for consistency over time uh, in terms of you know the quality of your sleep and the amount of hours that you're sleeping so what determines whether you have a good sleep or a bad sleep is it lifestyle choices is it the full moon is it uh, different surroundings or all of the above You know what? All of the above. And I think, um, you know, a lot of people who don't sleep well, um, first of all, they have this fatalistic attitude about it. And they think, oh, you know, I'm just forever doomed to be a poor sleeper. But it's usually not people's internal sleep systems that are the issues. But, yeah, there's all these other factors and and external factors that become impediments to sleep. And I think, um, you know, a few of them, or at least some of the most common ones that I see with my clients are people having inconsistent bed and wake times. Um, getting the wrong light at the wrong time, not winding down at night, maybe not managing stress levels. And then, you know, there's other things like uh, in terms of nutrition and and other substances they might be consuming um, and and things like that. So it's a whole range of things. And you really want to get down um, and identify and address those underlying factors as opposed to just treating symptoms, right? I think a lot of people, they're like, oh, you know, I I tried this, right? I need the sleepy time tea. Well, if sleepy time tea solves all of our sleep, issues um you know that would be wonderful but it's not the case so it's it's multifactorial for sure and boy you've you know you would have to each individual would have a different set of circumstances so that advice would be so varied uh, it would it would be difficult to give a sort of a general statement about what makes for a good sleep or a healthy sleep schedule or process But can you do that? Can you give us some general advice about getting a decent, consistent sleep? Yes, absolutely. And um, that's a really good point. And I just want to touch on the fact that sleep is very individualized and everybody has different sleep needs and requirements and 
um, you know, respond differently to some different interventions. So you really need to take a personalized approach. But, you know, overall, there's definitely some evidence-based uh, best practices in order to improve your sleep. So I would say, firstly, you really want to prioritize sleep. And I know it seems like an obvious piece of advice, but I think a lot of people um, kind of throw sleep out the window for, for other things. So make sure that you are getting somewhere between seven to nine hours of sleep each night, right? You're putting that aside for you, um, if possible. I know you're, uh, you two are up very early. And, you know, definitely try and keep consistent bed and wake times to choose, you know, to start with one, anchor your wake time. That will make the most uh, difference, the biggest difference early on. And next, this is key because light plays such a significant role in our sleep-wake cycle, how alert we feel the next day. So make sure that you are getting bright light first thing in the morning. You know, if, if there's no light outdoors, I know a lot of you are up early right now. The sun isn't up. You know, we're in the middle of, you know, end of January, early Feb. So blast the lights in your home, okay? Um, when there is light in the morning, go outside, get 15 to 30 minutes, take your sunglasses off, try and get another booster at lunchtime, and then at nighttime, you really want to lower those those levels of light. So if you have lamps or, or dimmers or candles, put those on. Um, and related to that is that ideally you want to put away any, you know, tech devices, your phones, your TVs, things like that that emit blue light um, about 30 to 60 minutes before bed because light at night can trick our body into thinking it's daytime and this can uh, impact your, your sleep, making it harder to fall asleep or more difficult to wake up or, or to feel alert, sorry. And the other thing that I'd recommend is implementing a nightly wind down routine, you know, ideally one that incorporates um, some stress reduction and the reason is, is because when you have a consistent bedtime routine, it is sending a really important message to your brain and body that you're safe, you can relax. And what happens is that over time, your body will come to anticipate sleep. You come uh, at this from a place of knowledge, don't you? Because not only do you help people with sleep, you had to be a customer at some point because you couldn't sleep. You had your own sleep issues. Tell us about what you went through and how you solved it. That is exactly right. And so I'm really, I call myself, I'm a sleep evangelist. I'm so passionate about it because for years and years, I was an insomniac. And I think um, I kind of just thought, oh, you know, that's the way it is and whatever. I'm a poor sleeper. You know, my mom's a bad sleeper. My grandmother's a bad sleeper. But I ended up um, burning out. And when I was dealing with that, my doctor said, you know, I think you really need to get your sleep in order because I was having a lot, you know, a lot of anxiety and all these other issues. I was having, you know, physical issues. Um, I was really unwell. I was deficient in a lot of vitamins. My, yeah, my emotions were all over the place. And so I did cognitive behavior therapy for insomnia, which is a specific program um, used to treat insomnia. Um, and as I was going through it, it was just, you know, I overcame my sleep challenges and it was absolutely transformative for me. I cannot tell you how much it impacted um, every aspect of my life. So my physical health, uh, my mental health, my job, I was better at my job. Mm -hmm. I was a better parent. I was a better partner. And so um, I just became really, really passionate because I would, you know, scream from the rooftops. I learned so much about sleep and I would talk to other people about sleep. And I realized that one, everyone seems to have a sleep problem or know somebody who has a sleep problem. And two, people just don't understand the information about sleep and, you know, what causes it and, and the impediments to sleep and how to overcome it. So 
that's how I got involved in the field. Um, and, you know, I, like I said, I, I, I like to spread the gospel of sleep. I'm really, really passionate about it. And, and the message that I want to get out to anyone who's listening who does have sleep issues is that you can overcome them, all right? It doesn't just have to be this way. You know, there are reasons why you're not sleeping well, whether it be behavioral or lifestyle choices or a medical issue. So you really, really want to get it sorted out, and and you can change it for the better. Hey, Talia, thanks so much for this. You have you you, you if if you, if those bits of general advice don't work, then go get some help. But uh, you've you pretty much indicated yeah. how important this is to, uh, to our health. Absolutely. So thank you. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right, take Bye. care. Uh, Talia Shapiro is a certified adult sleep coach. So I guess people hire her to sort of work through their issues and, and to, uh, I, I think she had to leave, so we had more questions for her, but she had a hard out. Um, uh, in terms of, you know, journaling, sleep journaling, you know, what time you went to bed, you know, when did you uh, get off your electronics? Never. Uh, <laughs> you know, th- those sort of things may help you just identify what you're doing right and what you're doing possibly wrong and and how that's translating into a good night's sleep. And it's, I'm sure it's not like a light switch. Uh, you know, you want light in the morning and then darker, but there's no switch to go, oh, you do these two things and you're going to have consistent good sleeps. Mm-hmm. It, it, it might take some some investigation. Try some of the things like the the consistent wake time, the, the bright lights and, and darker lights and putting away the screens. If that doesn't fix it, then you can go and move on and find out some other suggestions. And if Sleepy Night Team works for you it Great. could be just it's just a mind thing too be. because that's what keeps you up at night a lot of the times is the things that just go through your mind non-stop and so if sleepy tea makes it for you and, and calms your nerves and your mind drink sleepy tea if it wakes for your 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 wind down routine fill your boots you bet how are you sleeping got any tricks uh, happy to hear from you 780-496-0063